0: Welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Christina Vragovic. In today's episode, we welcome Jobst Elster, Head of Content and Legal Market Strategy at Inside Legal. Jobst is here to discuss the results of the 2015 ILTA and Inside Legal Technology Purchasing Survey. Welcome, Jobst. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background and your current line of work.
1: Sure. Uh, I am the head of content and legal market strategy for Inside Legal, a legal-specific blog and information portal uh, that's designed for anyone looking to do business in legal technology or legal management. We cover the legal tech and legal business event circuit, as well as market research and legal trends and any sort of large uh, blockbuster legal technology-related announcements. Um, I've uh, more or less had a one-track sort of legal-focused mind for about 16 years and uh, really thoroughly enjoyed helping legal technology companies as well as law firms navigate the legal seas when it comes to marketing, market strategy, and PR, as well as thought leadership.
0: Excellent. So before we begin, just a quick note that today's podcast is sponsored by LexisNexis. Now, Jobst, let's pick your brain about the latest trends in legal technology. It goes without saying that this is no longer the sole purview of the IT department. Um, You know, technology affects every part of an organization and is the platform on which we all work every day. So what are some of the big picture highlights from the 2015 survey?
1: Sure. So you make a really good point. Um, I couldn't agree with you more that legal technology is – uh... now virtually everyone's business within the law firm uh... even um, within uh... the um... corporate legal setting um... so not only are legal administrators and executive director types taking leading role when it comes to technology decision-making and that's something that we've seen in, in the survey um over the years um the expectation level of firm users technology competence has risen and there's really now a, a brand new level of uh, accountability about proper and efficient use of technology firm clients demand that their outside counsel um and their contacts know how to use technology efficiently uh so uh definitely technology is definitely on everyone's radar so in terms of the 2015 ILTA Inside Legal Technology Purchasing Survey, uh, this um, marks our 10th edition. Uh, so we started this in 2006, and it's really become a great information resource, uh, not only for legal technology uh, companies who are looking to see what uh, law firms are purchasing in terms of technology, but also for law firms themselves um, who are using this as a tool for budgeting and for budget benchmarking and for technology purchase benchmarking to see what their peers are buying and what they're spending on technology. Uh, So we surveyed, in this particular instance for 2015, we surveyed over uh, 1,200 ILTA, which is the International Legal Technology Association, ILTA members, uh, ranging from firms with four attorneys to 4,000 attorneys, so from the smallest to the largest. Uh, Overall, 80% of the firms uh, that we surveyed have less than 200 attorneys, and 83% of all of the folks we surveyed are with U.S. firms. Um, In terms of highlights, uh, there's a 12-page report that you can find on InsideLegal.com, and I'll mention this at the end of the podcast in terms of resources that you can access, um, but there there is a lot of information, so we have a lot of data points. So what we tried to do in the 12-page survey report uh, is really focus on the key highlights. So in this survey, we specifically ask about budgeting. We ask about purchasing, purchase influences, what are you looking for when you're making technology purchasing decisions, tech trends and IT challenges, as well as outsourcing, what are you outsourcing and who are you using for outsourcing, and cloud computing and mobility. Um, We're going to focus more on the budgeting and purchasing and the trends in this conversation, Um, but there's a lot more information here, um, and it's all contained in the report. So in terms of specific uh, facts um, to provide here, uh, so in terms of budgeting, 57% of those that we surveyed spend 2 to 4% of total firm revenue on technology. Specifically, the medium firm segment, which we sort of define as firms with 50 to 199 attorneys, represent 49%, which is single-handedly the largest percentage. So, again, this is a great statistic for uh, law firm decision technology budgets. Um, And uh, this is something that we get asked about all year from firms wanting more details on these specific questions.
0: So to give that a little more context, um is is there a tech spending per attorney number you can point to?
1: Yes, yeah. So so the, you know, having uh, a number that gives you a rough percentage of uh tech spend to- of total from revenue is useful, but what's really useful to uh, CFOs and to legal administrators and to any law firm decision maker, is what are you spending on technology per attorney? We started asking this question probably seven surveys ago, um, and this year the results showed us that 77% spend less than $17,000 per attorney on technology. Uh, 43%, um, the largest segment, spend between 8 and $17,000. I won't bore you with too many uh, additional drill-downs, as you can imagine there Mm -hmm. are. Um, So, again, that's all in the report. Uh, In terms of the new budget normal um and and the question we ask here is has your budget increased decreased or stayed the same from the past this year 44% said that it remained the same so they're working with the same sort of dollars when it comes to technology and this is the largest percentage that we've seen of parity uh, since we started asking the question 10 years ago um so i you know we think that's a really sort of telling um statistic uh in terms of the top technology purchases um now we ask uh literally any and and all technologies that they're using so there's a long list of hundreds of options that firms have to check and um that way we know what you know they're buying uh, more frequently than others the top 5 tech purchases in 2015 are laptops and notebooks desktop hardware network upgrades printers and multifunctional devices as well as antivirus and spam software.
0: So, desktop hardware um Microsoft Office has switched over to being that that hardware kind of platform and it's gone to the cloud version Office 365. Um how is that faring?
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting. Uh you know, we have tracked um Microsoft Office uh purchases um by firms uh since we started the survey 10 years ago and traditionally um office purchases were really strong because it's really the bread and butter um application within right. a law firm um you often often hear people say oh you know um our attorneys live in outlook well that's an office you know that's a microsoft um Application as is Word and Excel and PowerPoint. Those are really the main four. So that's always been steady. Um, over the past years, we're seeing um, sort of adoption of the newest version being a little bit lackluster and slower. And this year, we noticed that Office 365, which is basically, like you mentioned, the cloud version, um, is gaining in popularity, and 13% uh, mentioned having purchased it, and another 11% are planning on a purchase within the next 12 months. Okay. So um, yeah, so so that's really um, an interesting trend, and we we anticipate that that number will absolutely um, uh, steadily increase um, over time, uh, especially as firms get more familiar and more comfortable with cloud software and uh, cloud deployments.
0: That's In terms very interesting of, because yeah. it's also the like a subscription style service. So instead of paying once, you're paying multiple times for, you know, essentially the same software.
1: Right. And, you know, what the subscription does is it gives you a lot more cost control. So, it, you know, if okay. you need 50 subscriptions, then you know exactly what they cost. And they include software support and maintenance, which enterprise t- type of deployments would usually not So that would be an additional cost. So it's a lot easier to figure out what your cost will be with a model like that. Um, So that's why um, you know that's that's why a lot of firms really like the cloud model in general because it's very manageable or it's very you know there's a lot of um, visibility there in terms of what the pricing is. Uh, So you know one of the things that's really interesting about these uh, purchasing uh, questions, uh, what are you buying? what did you buy and what are you looking to buy is that because we ask you know such a large uh, group of law firms small ones and large ones you would imagine that not you know small firms and large firms don't always use the same software so small or medium firms uh in this uh, in 2015 showed real aggressive purchasing uh, patterns as it related to accounting software antivirus and spam dictation hardware and software, as well as imaging and scanning uh and security software now security software is one that's also you know very relevant um, and very germane to the large firm technology purchases, but the others um you won't find those as popular on the large firm side. In terms of large firms, again, how we define those, which is, you know, uh, law firms with 200 or more attorneys, uh, they favored wireless networks, video conferencing, knowledge management software, business intelligence tools, and workflow automation. And in terms of the most exciting technology trends, this is always an open-ended question that we ask, and really interesting, because over the past 10 years, it's really interesting to see sort of what was exciting 10 years ago versus what is exciting now. Cloud computing for example has been on the radar on the law firm radar for many years um and it continues to be one of the top answers in terms of exciting technology trend. Uh, at this point I'm not sure if it's really a trend as much as you know this is what people are doing um but it is nonetheless uh, mentioned in the survey as is mobility, security, virtualization, Artificial intelligence and big data, and in particular using big data for predictive analytics purchases purposes, excuse me in terms of outsourcing, this is always a series of questions that we ask, so we ask you know what are you what within the firm, uh, what applications or what services are you outsourcing seventy two percent of the respondents said that they outsource website design and maintenance, followed by printer maintenance forty nine percent, spam filtering forty percent, and network monitoring twenty two percent. And in terms of outsourcing, um ninety two percent of the uh respondents mentioned that they use third party consultants uh to assist with everything from hardware and software selection to project management, staffing, and even strategic planning.
0: Hmm. Now um Expand a little bit on cloud computing. Um, you wrote our cover feature in our May issue of legal management, um, getting comfortable in the cloud. Um, so does the survey do a deeper dive into that? Yeah, so we have.
1: So we've included cloud questions probably since, um, oh eight eight. I would say eight years back. So, you know, at that point it was, you know, um, are you even considering going to the cloud, and is it part of your strategic technology plan? And then, you know, five years running, then we've noticed that every year, of course, more firms were including it as, yes, we are doing it or looking at it or planning for it. Um, now, we're beyond the sort of, you know, what is it and how do I use it phase, which is articulated in the in the feature in terms of, um, you know, my conversations with many um various influencers both at law firms and sort of on the um, consultant side who are either deploying cloud applications themselves or working with law firms who are. Uh, It is still sort of a depends answer on yes or no because it's all about um, what sort of environment does your firm have, are you working internationally, how large are you, You know, how comfortable is your leadership with the whole notion of having your data in the cloud? So there's still a lot of questions. Um, We narrowed down the questions in this survey to three primary questions, one being um, if you look ahead one to three years from now, what percentage of your software and services um, that you're now and your applications would you say are cloud-based? And the majority, 60%, said that less than 25% of all of our software services and applications would be in the cloud. But on the flip side, 6%, much smaller, but nonetheless, 6% said that they would think that more than 75% of everything would be cloud-based within the next year to three years. Um, And then the other two questions that we asked in that context, which are really interesting, were focused on, you know, what are your biggest, uh, basically the biggest reasons to go with the cloud and what are the biggest reasons to wait and again as you can imagine you know the biggest uh, fear or unknown is still that of security and availability so if something happens mm-hmm. can i get hold you know get a hold of the service provider quickly and then on the positive side um you often hear oh well it's cheaper you know there's the cost um and there's also um the option to turn things on and off going back to your subscription point um as needed which may not be the case if you buy, you know, the software for the entire firm. Uh so yeah, so so the cloud computing definitely still something that's um popular and um I think we'll touch on it uh, in a little bit. Uh it's also something that's part of your, you know, of the legal management um technology issue um this month uh and uh, so yeah, definitely a topic to to keep your um uh yeah, stay tuned in for the 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 last point about the survey um is uh a question that we ask about you know what what is your biggest i t challenge and this again is sort of you know focused on the um c i o uh c t o audience for the most part, but again, a lot of these challenges are now go way beyond just what you know the c i o s have to deal with so uh in the past, we asked that question and for seven years in a row, the number one answer by a landslide was email management we just have the biggest issue dealing with email and the email of our users this year um, security management uh, 59% indicated that that's the biggest issue email management was second with 48% so that really shows you how so there's sort of a shift um, on the security side of things and that firms are um, trying to be a lot more proactive when it comes to that and then lastly information governance which again is related really to security as well uh, 40 40% 40% said uh, that that's their biggest challenge, and compliance um, garnered 33% uh, of the responses.
0: So that was a pretty good list of, of key takeaways from this survey. If you had to pick one, which of these highlights do you think is most telling about the direction that law firms are taking with technology spending, as well as where they're headed with those new technologies?
1: Yeah, well, picking one—that's not fair.
0: But <laughs> I will.
1: I, <laughs> True, I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say I will provide two. Uh, one, I think, and and again, there are other technology legal technology surveys out there. There's another survey that uh, ILTA does that's strictly um, who's buying what and who's using what technology. What makes you know the data here unique is that there's a lot of budgeting and sort of. Um, financial info, um, as well. So I would say that the budget data, uh, particularly the questions about, you know, what is your tech spend based on revenue? What is your tech spend for per attorney and have your budgets gone up or down? Those are super, um, useful, uh, nuggets of information that, you know, CFOs and law firm leaders are telling us they're using to benchmark. Um, and that's where we by far get the most requests for, um, additional details on, um, then the other thing that i would say is in terms of you know what's what's important to look at i would say that the um technology section of what technologies are being purchased and what is planned um and who is buying it in terms of firm size that's very useful because again it kind of gives you um as a you know a firm making purchases or in the process of buying certain technologies it gives you a good idea of what are your peers doing um and there might be some technologies that really weren't on your radar that you know based on the statistics that you see in the survey you might think hey maybe we should take a closer look at this um so i think those are the two of the the many that of useful um tidbits the two i think that um the the listeners can hopefully uh find useful and make use of
0: so in addition to that, I heard a lot about cybersecurity and October is actually Cybersecurity Awareness Month. We've been um, posting about that on our social media accounts and our website. Um, so it's a great time to take stock of the technology being used at your firm or organization. Um, and, you know, going back to the point that IT issues are firm issues and as the, as technology is being used by more and more people in the firm having access to things, um, security is a major concern. Um, Now, ALA's flagship publication, as you mentioned, Legal Management Magazine is all about tech this month, and you can catch an interview conducted by Obst regarding cloud computing in that October issue available now at legalmanagement.org.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, that's a... uh, for, for anyone listening who really hasn't um jumped into the um digital publication, I strongly encourage you to There are so many ways to consume that information and it's really um, very uh, super useful um and there's a lot of different ways you know that data is presented, so it makes it really enjoyable to read um my interview um in the issue in the um october issue is with um Rick Varju, who is uh, Foley and Lardner's director of projects and infrastructure operations, and what's really interesting about this conversation, um, this interview, is that uh, you know I asked him about you know what his firm is doing with the cloud and some tips he has for getting started, but um, he really um, spent a lot of time telling me about what specific applications uh, they have basically turned over to the cloud, and he names vendors and names, and, you know, that's what everybody wants to sort of see. What are you using? Um, and he's not shy Absolutely. about sharing that. So I think that uh, that's really, and it's a quick read. It's five or six questions, I think. It's a sidebar. So I think that's uh, real useful, and um, I was super um, appreciative of him to um, open up and provide that information. Um and additional information about cloud computing, uh, going back to the May feature, we did a um, an additional sort of feature on Inside Legal can be found at insidelegal.com as well.
0: Well, thank you so much, Jobst. If our listeners have more questions, how can they contact you or access a copy of the full survey?
1: Absolutely. So um, you can contact me at elster, E-L-S-T-E-R, at insidelegal.com, or you can go to insidelegal.com. And in the top left-hand corner, the first thing you'll see is the 2015 technology purchasing survey. It's a free download. It's a PDF. You can also subscribe via email. We'll send you periodic updates on new information that we have coming up. And um, we've taken this survey and basically provided a lot more detail around certain questions based on feedback we've gotten, and that's also on the site. And lastly, I'd be more than happy to um, talk to anyone who wants additional breakouts that are not in the information that already exists. So, again, just send me an email.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much to our guest, Jobst Elster of Inside Legal, and thank you to our listeners and subscribers out there. Don't forget to rate our podcast on iTunes to help spread the word. And for more information about any of ALA's events and member services, please visit ALANet.org. That's ALANet.org. Until next time, thanks again for listening.